Hi, I'm James Schellinglaw, and I'm here with Bex Lovu, who is with the owner and founder of African Bush Camps. And uh, Bex is one of the only black-owned safari companies in Africa. We're not actually in Africa now, in case you realize that. We're actually in the, uh, the wilds of uh, Madison Square Park in New York. But Bex is here to uh, do a little tour to tell us all about his company. And it's an interesting company. I think you'll find out a lot about it on Insider Travel Report. Now, Bex, first of all, uh, thanks for coming all this way uh, and, and to find out more about your company. Um, how did you start the company and when did you start it? Uh, thank you, James, for having me. Um, I founded the company in 2006. That was uh, my first safari camp in Zimbabwe. And uh, as you recall, 2006, not many people were coming to Zimbabwe. Right. Um, but my second safari camp is really what put us on the map. It was in Botswana. I managed to secure a concession there. And um, I built a small, very humble 12-bedded camp. Mm -hmm. And at that point, uh, 2006 going into 2007, the demand for beds in Botswana was extremely high. So that became a success to the extent that that financed uh, the first camp and that put African bush camps on the map. So that's how you grew it. And now you're up to, what, 17 different lodges, right? We've just launched our 17th camp, Lolebezi, okay. uh, in Zambia. And uh, we're in the planning for 18th camp uh, in Botswana, so Kavango Delta. Now, how, how many, where do you, uh, where are these camps overall and where do you have your safaris? So, I'm Zimbabwean and that's why the initial camp um, that I created was in Zimbabwe because I felt it was very important to go back to home base. And of course, I was driven by passion of the places where I grew up, the places where I first got my guiding job. But there wasn't a lot of, uh, I'd say, commercial sense at that point because obviously nobody was coming. Uh, but having said that, uh, 17 years later, Somalisa Camp is now the flagship of the business and is, is really sort of the brand model uh, of the entire company. But my concept is about three countries, which is Zimbabwe, Botswana and Zambia, right. and three destinations within the country. So for example, at Somalisa Camp, where we started off with one 12-bedded camp, we now have three 12-bedded camps. And it's, it's an offering that goes across the entire diversity. So we have something uh, that is very similar to a glamping experience, uh, which really goes back to the original safari, as the early explorers did it. Of course, running water, hot water, flush toilets, but a lot more humble. And we call those expedition camps. Okay. We have a family camp uh, where ages, uh, kids of all ages are welcome. We believe in family travel, and we've seen family travel grow tremendously over the last number of years. Uh, and then we've got another camp which is age-restricted um, and quite often some people want to go to a place in safari and not have other kids around to, to yeah, so, so you got to give them that even, offering. Even though obviously fam going on safari with a family with you know older kids is really one of the most amazing experiences, right? And younger kids, you know, I have three kids of my own, 15, 14 and 11 and they've been on safari since they were all born. So, you know, this, this, this thought process that uh, it's too young, we must wait until much later on in life. Um, uh, going together on safari can be one of the most rewarding things for the family. We have staff that will take care of kids if uh, they don't want to go out. Uh, if the parents want to eat out and dine uh, privately, we've got babysitters that will sit with them. 
But, you know, we don't just say we accept families and then take the kids in and treat them like grown-ups in safari. We do some pretty cool stuff with the kids. We take them tracking, we learn, we, we teach them how to interact uh, with wildlife and what scats look like. We, they become scatologists, as we say, which is you know, the knowledge of dung. <laughs> sort of like of that, that scene in Jurassic Park, right? That's right? The same one where she's into the dinosaur dung. Right? That's right, that's right. So yeah, I think it's very important at a very early age to foster this this, uh, this sense of pride and ownership and realization and awareness of nature and the impact that it has to us as human beings. And that's what we try to deliver for young children on safari. Well, I introduced you at first and says you are one of the only, if not the only, black-owned safari uh, uh, company uh, in Africa, right? Um, so there are a few black-owned safari companies, not to the scale that, uh, that have been developed um, like African bush camps. You know, I was determined. I come from a guiding background. I started off as a professional guide um, in training when I left school when I was 18. Um, and uh, three, four years later, when I got my professional guide's license, I began my journey of uh, going around the whole of Africa and doing safaris with private groups and seeing the whole continent and learning and seeing how things were done. So you got a good education doing that, and then now you do run your own company, right? Um, and, and you know, for me, that has also been a source of inspiration to say, how can we inspire the future generations in Africa that somebody of my color is also capable of doing this? It can be done. And it should and, be done. And it should be done. So um, I think that, that inclusivity is very important going forward for a healthy industry. Now talk a little bit about what's new at African Bush Camps. You mentioned uh, your 17th camp, which is, it was, I think, created just not to this year, I think, right? So we opened Olobezi Lodge, which is in the lower Zambezi in Zambia. Uh, it's a 16-bedded um, uh, luxury lodge. And uh, we launched that uh, in June, as I said, and uh, we started building it uh, before the pandemic. Um, we have partners and it's our first camp where we have partners in it and um, it's been an interesting project because there's nothing like it in Zambia. Okay. Uh, it's the first of its kind actually at its level and we believe that Zambia has always had traditionally fantastic lodges uh, um, and safari experiences. Um, so we didn't want to go into that territory and introduce the same as what's already there. So it was very important for us to go in at a completely different level and offer a different uh, uh, product to the extent that hopefully we're bringing in a different kind of audience that might not have considered Zambia for what it is. I mean, Zambia is, is an incredible destination for wildlife. No, absolutely. And, yeah. and particularly very well known um, for its walking safaris and its adventure safaris like canoeing. And, uh, but it's also attracted uh, the British market and the European market, not so much the American market. And I believe that the American market um, will really find this uh, quite appealing. Now that actually brings up a question. Where are most of your guests from these days? Uh, are they from the US? We've always been very strong in the US. Um, we've developed, I would say, our camps uh, to the taste and the liking of uh, the US market. So as a result, uh, over 40% of our business comes from the US market. And then the rest is sprinkled between the UK, Europe, Australia, and New Zealand. Yeah. Now, you have something else, another lodge coming up, your 18th lodge. Tell us a little bit about that one. So every time I go into uh, offices of travel agents or tour operators, they've been asking me for years, hey, Bex, when are you going to develop a camp in the Okavango Delta? And so we feel uh, this will complete our third in-country destination in Botswana by having a camp that is water-based, that is in the heart of the Okavango Delta. Um, so it's going to be a 24-bed lodge, so only 12 tents, very exclusive, um, and quite generous in its spacing. Um, and so people today ask me, so is it luxurious? And I say, well, actually, 
we have to redefine what luxury is. And luxury is being in these pristine wilderness areas with the best naturalist guide and all the space that you need. And that space could be out in the wilderness area or space as in your accommodation and facilities. So it's, it's, it's going to be very much a tastefully done product that appeals to, to the American market. Well, that sounds wonderful. I, someday i got to come on over and try it because I haven't done that much safari in my life. But that's, that, that really is something. You look like you're, you're meeting a need. Now, what, what is the customer in terms of income and everything else here that you're, you're after? So our rate structure is per person, um, uh, per day. And it's anything from $850 to $1,500 a day. So by the time you're done, that's what you should really calculate for, including flights. And that rate is all-inclusive, you know, unlike a hotel in the city in this open area where your rate is just a room only, in the space of New York it's probably a shoebox. Um, in our part of the world it's general space, but everything is included from your beverages to your food to your activities. Um, because once people get there, we want them to focus on the experience without having to think, can I afford this, can I afford this activity. Um, so that's the rate card that we're looking at. Age demographics, our clients have uh, become younger and younger over time, um, as young as 25. Uh, but in general, I would say traditionally it would have been 35 to probably about 75. That's great. No, so it sounds like you can furnish a product for almost all the people. You said sometimes just adults only, but sometimes families. Correct. Now, uh, one of the things that you know is intricately connected uh, to, be to being on safari, to being where you're going, is sustainability. And talk about, you've recently formed an organization, and I know I'm going to butcher the name, so you're going to tell me what it is, uh, uh, that you have a group of other operators that you've banded together to really focus on sustainable practices and a lot of different things going on. Tell us a little bit about that effort. So James, uh, the inspiration to have my first safari camp in the first place was to find a meaningful way that I could make an impact, not just on my own, but by rallying others and actually scaling the person that I am and getting other ambassadors to, to be there to fight for the content and to fight sustainably so that we have these businesses in 50, 100 years time. Um, so it's been very important over the last 17 years concurrent with the age of the business that we do our work in the conservation space and also building up the communities who are the custodians of these uh, shrinking uh, natural habitats. Uh, and through our foundations, I mean, we've had over the last 17 years over 72 projects uh, that go through their projects in education, in building businesses uh, with communities, uh, and in also anti-poaching, security, and fortressing uh, these vulnerable areas. And whilst we've done amazing work on our own as our foundation, we believe the next wave of success for all of us on this planet is to collaborate and work together for the same enemy, which is the shrinking habitats and the lack of uh, biodiversity. Um, and so we've banded together and said we need to do something that's very different to what we've done pre-COVID. What's, what's the group that you've been So this movement is called Africa Changemakers. Okay, that's right. And as African Changemakers, it's not an entity or an organization, but it's a movement. And it's really a call to action to partner together with travel agents, with safari operators, to co-invest together. And so the simple ask is let's invest more money towards the future, towards the future crisis that will happen. It's not a question of if, it's a question of when. And we've seen these calamities take place uh, certainly in my career in the tourism industry of over 25 years. Yeah, and of course you also had this, the COVID crisis, which hit you and, and all of Africa because people weren't going. And, uh, but yeah, I understand you did get through that and you survived, right? We survived. Uh, we still have challenges, uh, but we need to start preparing for the next uh, calamity, which will happen. And hence, Africa Changemakers. Fantastic. Now, what would you tell travel advisors on how to sell specifically uh, African bush camps? I mean, what, what should they really key on the selling points that they should tell their clients about? 
I think, uh, James, we know that uh, people are attracted to come and ask the questions about Africa because they believe they want to go on a wildlife safari. And the one thing that uh, we all know is that when people come back from Africa, they've discovered that actually it's not just the wildlife, but it's the warmth of the people, it's the rich cultures and the rich narrative of storytellers that make the place come so much alive. Um, so, so really it's about selling Africa and packaging the wildlife with the importance of having experiences with the people of Africa. But more than that, I think the conversations that we're uh, are really encouraging people, travel advisors, is to have uh, uh, conversations about why they're sending people to African bush camps. Uh, what is the impact that African bush camps is having on the wilderness areas, the communities? Where am I spending my money? Am I spending it responsibly? Where uh, later on we can have a sustainable uh, uh, operator operating in that environment? I think it's an important narrative and conversations that the trade needs to have uh, with their customers. And, and, and what's going to really make a difference for this planet is three groupings. Us as the product, as the uh, property operator, mm -hmm. uh, our travel agents, and of course our customer. Right. And it starts with that initial conversation where people don't have to feel bad about spending all of this money going on this holiday because that ultimately is a positive contribution to the environment. Fantastic. Well, where can travel advisors go to learn more about your company, African Bush Camps? We have a website, uh, AfricanBushCamps.com, uh, but we're very active in the social media where we can also be found with our handle African Bush Camps. And um, we, the work that we do uh, from a conservation point of view can be found on African Bush Camps Foundation. And Africa Changemakers also is a website. And again, we're very active on social media, YouTube, where you can see various podcasts that we've recorded during the pandemic, after the pandemic. And we continue to build very good content that is educational for travel advisors. Well, Bex, I want to thank you for taking the time to speak with us about your company and also your African Changemakers uh, movement. Uh, it's, it sounds fascinating. It sounds like this is the way I'd want to go on safari uh, for these different destinations. And um, hopefully you're going to drop a lot, drum up a lot more business. Even it sounds like you're getting business. Things are coming back, right? Things are coming back. The only thing, James, that I've been afraid of this whole time is these dangerous squirrels you've got in this park in America. <laughs> So I hope yeah, you I know. Back. I well, you are you, are, yeah, I think I, I, I would. I, they're, oh, they're over there. Uh, we, we better get out of here soon. They're, they're, you know, we see, you know, you know, elephants. Who cares about that, right? <laughs> so it's thank you. It's been so great to meet you, and hopefully we'll meet maybe in Africa someday. We look forward to that. Thank you, James. I'm James Schillinglaw, and this is Insider Travel Report.